Hey guys, welcome to the shit show of my 20s. I'm so excited that you guys are here. My name's Sophia. I started this podcast in the beginning of April and I got furloughed at the end of March. And quite honestly, it was so hard for me to comprehend and deal with that. I was like, I have two choices right now. I can start the podcast that I've always wanted to start or I can let this really deter me and start emotional eating and just sit on the couch and do nothing. And I decided to go with the first choice. And I'm so glad that I did because I've got to meet so many inspiring people from all over the world. And I hope that you guys see yourselves in some of these stories because I've just been having so much fun. This has been lighting me up so much. And I'm really glad that I put myself out there and decided to start it. You know, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to start it. And I'm so glad that I just did that. And I know as an introvert, it's been pretty hard to like put myself out there, talk in front of a camera, talk to all these people I don't know. But I feel like this has been such a growing experience for me. And I feel like I need to share that with you guys because maybe there's something in your life that excites you but kind of scares you at the same time. And maybe it's time to step into that. Today's guest is Kate. She has such an interesting story. We talk about how she started with only $20. She started her business. She used to work at Costco and she would would sell things on the side on Amazon. And then before she knew it, it turned into a multiple seven figures business. She ended up leaving her job and pursuing that full time. She also started OC Facial Spa. She's built a hotel remotely. She also has her own podcast as well. So we go into her story, her journey, her tips for building a business, building a team, and so much more. So let's get started. So thank you so much, Kate, for joining me. I'm really looking forward to getting to know you. Love to know about your story, any career changes you've had. How did you get to the place you are? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I actually grew up in the Philippines. I move out here. I move up in I move here in the US right after college. And I was actually starting different jobs like promo jobs. Like I was handling samples at Costco, Walmart, and Target, like any of those guerrilla marketing that you see in the streets, like people handling um, mar- marketing materials. I've done that. So I've done a lot of roadshows and eventually I got a job in a skincare company. I run the whole Costco. I mean, I was a sales rep, right? And I move out pretty fast. After s- six months, I get promoted to a regional manager because I keep on you know, breaking their records of selling that skincare. And so I got promoted into that position. And so I ended up running the whole team nationwide and training them. And I don't really have any management background. So in the beginning, I made several mistakes and I don't know how to lead people. Like it was terrible because you don't really know, like you don't really know, You, you learn that as you go. And so it was terrible. And, um, but somehow I think after a year, I get better running a team. And I remember my boss was very encouraging. And he told me, like, you're actually way better than me. So, like, that really gave me confidence to, okay, I guess I'm better, right? Like, it takes you just one person to give you that confidence. And then I was fine. That, that was my journey. And 
I, it was actually one of my, one of my job in, I was, I was in Austin, Texas. It was a boring day. It was inside Costco. I remember it was a Tuesday. So no one's really coming in and I was bored. So I started selling stuff online to Amazon and I sold two items that day during my break. I was just scanning. And so I bought a piece of, I mean, a a tape and a box and I started packing in my hotel room. And that was the start of my e-commerce business. And from that $20, I scaled it to a $2 million company in two years. So I have, you know, at that time, I can't really focus on my job. So I have to quit and just focus into the e-commerce. Mm-hmm. And how did you, how long did you build up your business before you left your job? I think it was a year, a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was packing and shipping in my car during lunch break. And I would go to the post office. I have to race, right? Go back to my desk. And after a while, I can't really focus my job. But it's not really fair for me to not, you know, have that passion anymore. So um, I told my boss, you know, I have to quit. And they even told me, like, no, you can't quit. Like, what do you mean I can't quit? So they, they forced me to stay. So I feel, so I told them like, okay, let's make a deal. Maybe I'll work less. Right. But I wasn't really happy anymore. Like, why would I spend my time? But I was, you know, I'm grateful for the experience that they had provided me. It was, it was really great. It was the best MBA ever because I was dealing with a broker and I learned how to place a product into retail so I was able to talk to the buyers of Walmart or CVS or Costco all that thing so um, I kind of learned a lot how to do that so that was I'm forever grateful for that how really getting your product into a marketplace and that's very difficult and so you know after I think I had stayed for three months and then once you're, you know, like you're doing so good in your job and then someone is your boss, you, you, it's not going to work, right? Because your boss is the person that you hired and trained. How does that make you feel? Right. So it's like, you know what? I have, I just have to quit. And what was the first product you started with? So pretty much any clearance any clearance items in Costco. So any in Costco, any item that ends with zero or nine, that's a clearance item. So I would sell, you know, any clearance item at Costco. And I, what kind of like, like it could be either a lip gloss or some skincare that doesn't really do well. So they're trying to get rid of it because they want to move the products fast. Right. And so sometimes I would, I would buy it in pallets and pallets of products. And I would call every single uh, Costco all over California, like, Hey, do you have this item number X, Y, Z? And they would say, yes. It's like, how many pallets do you have? Said three, go out. I'll be there. So I would, (laughs) I would drive a truck and 
sometimes I can't even close my truck because I have so much product and they look at me like, what the heck is this lady doing <laughs> with all the products, like palettes and palettes of skincare. So like, I remember some of the brands there like Strivectin or some of the popular items because they, they get in there seasonal, right? And so anything that ends with zero or nine, they're trying to get rid of it. And then that's the opportunity for me and I could sell, you know, a better margin. That's what I've been doing. What tips do you have for managing a team? And what did you learn from that? Time? Well, you definitely need to, to know, um, you need to be really good at hiring your staff. That's, I think I'm gifted with, with knowing just by talking to people if they're going to be good or not like I probably have a really good success rate of like I can know I can smell talent from a mile right like you just you if you're not good at it then have someone do it for you because you know it's very important for you to hire the right person for your team and so you have to make sure you have the right person in the right seat that's very important and majority I actually hire a person that's super hungry that they're willing to learn those are the best people to develop then they're they're going to be loyal to you so that's that's really what I what I'm successful of doing I cultivate someone that's okay they have the grits they have they have grit guts they're not necessarily as like educated, but they're willing to work hard. If that task can be learned, then it's going to be, it's going to be okay. Because you know what, you might have this high level, high intellectual person, but they don't have the the grit, then it's, it's not going to be good. So I look for certain person that's super hungry to, to learn and, you know, they're going to work hard for you. What type of questions do you ask? I, I I ask like what motivates you, you know, like I need to really find out their value, and um, you just know when 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 this person's gonna perform X Y Z for you. But then some are really good at answering questions. You, you have to know that too. Sometimes they sound so good, but not so good in an interview. But first or second day they don't really perform well. Normally that happens when I rush things like I really need a staff right now. That's bad. You got to take your time to find the right person. And after your e-commerce business, what other businesses have you built? After the e-commerce, I built a brick and mortar store called OC Facial Center. And if you research the best facial in Orange County, we're the first one uh, to pop in in SEO. We work so hard for that. So we have a two e-commerce, I mean, brick and mortar store. And then I created a uh, resort in the Philippines and built it remotely by utilizing Facebook Messenger. And how did you get into skin care and facials? And what did you do to really differentiate your facial from other facials? To be honest, I don't really know how to run a spa. I have zero clue how to do it. I just did my research and figure things out. Like I'm not an expert about 
you know, how to run a spa. I have no clue, right? Like, but everything can be learned. You, you don't have to, you don't have to be an expert of something. You just learn as you go. Like, there's so many informa- information out there. You don't have to, like, you just, you'll figure it out. That's, I'll say to my husband or everyone, just figure it out. You will figure it out. That's always my mantra. Like nothing in the world that you cannot do. You can figure it out. Yeah. How'd you get into skincare? Well, I used to work for the Estee Lauder company for maybe six months. So I got training from them, a little bit of training from them. And then I got into that job of selling skincare in Costco, that roadshow. And that's, you know, I did a lot of research about different type of skincare. What does that do for your skin? And I was doing a lot of conference in front of this doctor. So I really had to do my own research, right? Like this doctor, like they would ask you, like, what is it for eczema? What's the main ingredients? Like I have to figure that out, right? Because the company, they're such a small company. They don't even have a training. So I'll just wing it and figure it out. I'm not winging it, but I was doing my research about what's in there and what does that do to your skin. And I get fascinated with it. And what helped you with your eczema? You know, I think I'm super dehydrated for a very long time. I wasn't really drinking enough water. That's one thing. But I use soap-free and oil-based cleanser. So I don't really use anything that's over-the-counter that has so much scent and perfume. I stay away from it. Yeah, so I keep it very simple. Mm -hmm. Very simple. And what tips do you have for skincare? Like how often should you get facials? Is there anything we should be doing? Any creams we should be Yeah, using? okay. So unless you have severe acne, then you should be getting a facial at least once a month. Then you need, you need to have extraction at least twice a week. But if you have a healthy skin, if you could do every three months, but then make sure you have a really good skincare routine at home. Now, a basic skincare would be you need to have a good scrub. Make sure you have salicylic acid on it so that really exfoliates the dead skin cells, right? And you can do that twice a week. And then in the morning, you can have a serum, maybe like a vitamin C or any antioxidant or C ferulic. So that fights against free radicals. And in the evening, you can use a retinol. Now you can do 1% or 0.05. You might have to start smaller, if, like a smaller dosage if you have a very sensitive skin. Now you're going to flake, but don't freak out. It will go away, right? Um, do the retinol twice a week at night and, and then sunscreen. And then the moisturizer and other things, those are just extra. But I think those are the basic things that you need. A good scrub, a good maybe serum good retinol and sunscreen and the rest you can wing it but you need to get those three good ones what's an extraction extraction is is when you have all those blackheads yeah so um your esthetician will pop that make sure you clear out the postural if you have oily skin or you're wearing makeup and you're not cleaning your face then 
you have all that blackheads and a lot of stuff underneath your skin. Mm -hmm. And what was the process like building your hotel? How were you able to build it remotely? Okay, so I originally started it with just one room via Airbnb and you know, I just wanted it for myself and I'm booked six months in advance and I get, keep on requesting people. I get people wanted to book that rooms like, well, you know, I have an opportunity here. Why I keep on declining guests. I keep on building one other room and then another room and then it become a hotel. So I've been utilizing um, Facebook groups. I put all my team there. All instructions are in there. I create video on how to, or I would send them photos. This is what I like just build it from the ground up sometimes there's some error right it's not perfect sometimes I would tell them okay it's knee high and then it become waist high it's like okay bulldoze that I don't like that right so it's it's a lot of that but um, it can be done but you really have to know the culture at the same time who you're talking with I know this my team so much I know them from you know they've been working for me for six years so I know how to leave them um, so that's how I built the, the, um, the resort. I literally just draw it from a piece of paper and I'm not the best drawer, but like, this is how I like, and I don't know if they even understand my drawing, right? But <laughs> <laughs> I literally built it brick by brick. Yeah. And it's Bintana what? separate ESO. That means window to paradise. Mm. What does it look like? Does it have a spa? No, and... it's it's a boutique hotel. So it's a very small. The first one, you only have like four rooms. But each room, you have your own swimming pool in the front, front like a Santorini looking. Because when I visited Santorini in 2016, I fell in love with the architecture. So I, you know, I changed the whole theme of the hotel to that because I, it, it fits because my property is in a cliff. So it's really nice how to make it. It's right in the ocean. And what is something that's lighting you up right now? What is it? Say it again. What is something that's lighting you up? Right lighting now? me up? Yeah. Um, I've been doing a lot of um, courses. I've been learning. I've been joining a lot of Zoom classes to a lot of successful entrepreneur. Every day's learning day. Um, I'm learning currently how to buy a business with not much, you know, not much money down. So that's that's going to be my future. Just building a business, scale it and then sell. I don't want to be, I don't want to be a business operator where I could be a front desk running, managing. I don't want to do that. I want to work above the business and that's how you scale. And, you know, I can do the things that I like to do. What type of business are you looking at? I'm probably going to be doing media, maybe a lot of, um, maybe some digital agency because it, it complement what I'm doing. So something like that, like a, a digital company to SEO or branding or website, something with that, because it's a, you, then you can have a team that can just work remotely. You don't have to have an office. 
And do you have a mentor? You know, I I wish I started super early having a mentor, but but I think it was 2018 when I hired a business coach. But she's not really a strategy business coach, more kind of life coach. She's kind of like questioning when I'm I'm doubting myself, then she would tweak my brain. But I, I, I'm surrounded with a lot of successful entrepreneurs, so that really helps me. I'm part of this organization called Entrepreneurs Organization, so that really helped me a lot. That helped, really helped me grow. And what's the biggest thing you've learned from your coach? I think it's, it's changing my mindset in, in, instead of saying, okay, I can only do one thing. So she's just motivating me. That's what she's good at. Yeah. And what tips would you give to someone who wants to start an e-commerce business right now? Okay, so anyone who wanted to start an e-commerce business right now, because that's that's where we're hitting, right? That's what's going on right now. I would say you we really have to start super small. Don't get overwhelmed and buy all kinds of inventory, right? Start small, test the market. If you have traction, then move into the second item. Maybe start with three items. Then it's not so confusing. It's not going to cost you a lot. I've, I've seen some entrepreneur where they open a site and they have like 20 different SQs, right? Just start maybe three, three basic ones. Just be good at three. And then if you're that successful, then start with, you know, start adding one. Mm-hmm. And tell me about your podcast. How did you get the idea of it? And how long have you been doing it? I actually started my podcast, I think, April 1st during the quarantine because I wanted to be productive. I'm, you know, I'm bored myself. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this quarantine. So I started my podcast. But actually, we've been talking about it months and months ago, but again, I'm so busy. I don't have time. Now, like I have all the time in the world, then that made me, you know, decided to start my own podcast. Do you have any tips for growing? Definitely. Okay. So my podcast, you need, I would recommend start your own groups. That way you have your community. That's super important and uh you have to utilize linkedin linkedin is really good as far as promoting your podcast because that's like real people if well because my my podcast is about entrepreneurship so a lot of um ceos and that just that makes sense for me to tap into linkedin and facebook groups and i but i built my personal brand for for a while so i have a community of of people that follows my post so that that helps a lot so make sure you build your personal brand before you create your podcast not the other way around have you been doing advertising on your podcast or have you been putting in facebook ads i haven't you know i was testing it a little bit but it's it's i'm still learning in, in that side but my husband, he's doing all of that. I'm just interviewing guests, 
but as far as SEO and downloads, that's his department because I can't do it all. <laughs> right. Like I, I, I'm not like, a, you know, I'll just do what I wanted to do. Like I'm in the stage of my life. I just wanted to do what I love to do. The rest you can hire that if you don't want to do it. Yes. I have a team that's doing that. It's so nice that you have your husband. I know. <laughs> to like, figure it yeah, out. He's, he started it, put a microphone, everything, and that helps a lot. And he, even the one reaching out to guests, I probably would reach out to my friends, which I'm grateful that I have this 14,000 um, entrepreneurs all over the world that, you know, they have a minimum revenue of a million. So I have that community with me. So that really helps. I don't have, I don't have to struggle as far as finding guests. Did you just start doing YouTube as well or have you? No, I just started, I just started my YouTube channel April 1st. Mm -hmm. Is, is your husband doing YouTube too? Or are you doing the SEO for YouTube? He's doing that. He, he's not doing YouTube for himself. He just do it for me. Does he have a background in yes, SEO? Yes, yeah. Um, he just, again, he just figured it out. <laughs> he just so cool. figured it out by doing better testing and figure things out. But we have, you know, we went to a lot of conference about SEO. We have friends that's, that's there, the authority of that. Um, like Neil Patel, I, I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but he's like really good into like SEO so he's actually my friend is actually we, we know we have common friends so it it helps that you have that community and how did you meet your husband you know i actually met him in a boring mall in florida because no one goes there i had to say hello to everyone in that store because it was so dead i actually i paid my bills um and he works in a store this is when I was working at, at a cosmetic store years ago. We've been friends for a long time. And did you know you were going to end up marrying no, him? Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. You don't, you never know. You don't, you don't really know. And what was that transition like from being just friends to being in a relationship? Well, I was actually married. I have two kids and um then i got divorced and he you know we stay in touch but he was in in florida and i moved i'm moving california we stayed in touch and um how is that the transition it's actually i think it just goes with, i mean it was easy because we've been known each other for a very long time What's the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome? I think, well, right now, the COVID-19, like it's hard <laughs> because you, you have, you don't really have any option. Both of my businesses are closed. My resorts are closed. My spa. I mean, I can't, I'm not allowed to open. So this is the hardest. It's really hard. So I, I really need to, um, you know, make sure sure that I'm I'm healthy and I'm 
just yesterday I was in a sauna for 30 minutes in 147 degrees. And then I jump into a cold shower because I really want to make sure like my brain is functioning well, because it's hard for you not to be stressed when you're, you know, you're doing so well and this is going to be the best year ever. And then boom, it's like, stop. It's like a dead stop. Like how, how are you going to, how are you going to handle that mentally? Right. So I have some moments where you get really sad, but do I really have to, you know, I, ha- I have to fight for that. I, ha- I have to make sure I have clarity. I have to remind myself my vision and intention of creating a business. And I have to remind my purpose as well, but it's very difficult when your income stop. Yeah. So you make sure you take care of yourself and you need to surround yourself with um your friends that you can share your struggle then it helps a lot the more you talk then the more you get over it but we're still in here two and a half months of not having income it's very difficult right not everyone can handle this really well but i i try there's some moments like i'm i'm i am very anxious especially at night but i meditate i learn to meditate Mm-hmm. And what motivates you? My purpose is clear. I really wanted to help a lot of people. I want to employ a lot of Filipino. I really wanted to give back to my community. I felt like I got I got lucky into a lot of things. I'm into this. So my purpose is to really employ as many families that they can feed their kids and send them to school. And that's what motivates me. And how old are you? I am 40. So what were your 20s like? My 20s? Well, I was I was in college. I think I got my job right away. I actually got hired in the very first time I applied for a job. So my 20s, I was just trying to figure life, what I wanted. But I got into this job where I have no clue what to do. It was I I graduated psychology in college and I got into a marketing job where I have zero clue what to do with it. But again, I just figured out I learned as I go. But I remember my very first meeting with my boss and someone asked me, Okay, so what's your marketing strategy? I was like, just look like nothing. <laughs> but you just keep on proving yourself and again it's it depends it's about your work ethic and how you're going to learn like you can just figure things out if you're willing to do it and make it happen what advice would you give your 20 year old self huh my 20 year old ah i probably hmm I think I did what I wanted to do in a 20-year-old. I, I, I do love to travel. I love to explore things. You know, the um, being curious is something, you know, I'm still doing right now. I think the 20-year-old, I didn't do a lot of dumb mistake. I was very focused into what I wanted to do in life. So I didn't do all the crappy things. So my 20, I think my 20-year-old super happy. 
Thank you so much for doing this. Where can people connect with you? Yeah, if you could go to khancock.com, that's my website. I'm on Instagram as well. It's official Kate Hancock. And I'm active on Facebook as well. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love if you can leave me a review on iTunes. Please feel free to share it with any friends you think the story would resonate with. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.